0: This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And welcome back to Sunday Morning Magazine. Remember, more information about the show can be found on our social media platforms. You can like us on Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. Like us and follow us there on Facebook. You can also reach out to us on Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air. Or you can head to your favorite podcast app like Spotify or Podcast One and subscribe, like, and follow Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. My next guest is Anthony Munoz, former Cincinnati Bengal and member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He's here this morning to talk about the Anthony Munoz Foundation. It's our pleasure to welcome Anthony Munoz to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning. How are you?
1: Great, Rodney. How are you doing today? Thanks for having me.
0: It is my pleasure. So let me ask you this now. A little while ago, we'll talk about the foundation in a second here, but a couple of years ago I had Dave Parker on the show, and of course he was the... First million dollar player in baseball, but a totally different sport. But these multi million dollar contracts for sports—back in your day, could you even fathom that type of money?
1: I couldn't. I could not tell you, from where I came from, and you know what I made here, I thought that was a, a boatload of money. Now you see the numbers now, and it's like, no, it was—it uh, would be jaw dropping if they were to say, "Hey, how about uh, fifteen mil a year for uh, playing left tackle?" Is that? I mean, it would have, it would have been shocking, but I said, okay, where do I sign? It, it, it would have been crazy to think about those numbers back then.
0: All right. So, outside of that, what are some of the biggest changes you think you've seen in the in the game, the way the game is played, since you were on the field?
1: Well, I think the main thing. There's no question the guys are bigger, faster, and stronger in certain positions. Uh, I think a lot of the rule changes, uh, what they're you know, what different players are allowed to do and not allowed to do within the rules, uh, you know, blocking below the waist or, you know, blindsiding guys that, you know, were perfectly legal because uh, you weren't hitting the guys from behind. You were still getting them, you know, but you can't do that. So it's just a lot of, you know, rule changes. Uh The fact that you can't touch a wide receiver legal after five yards. So, you know, makes it uh tougher on defensive secondary people to cover guys. And, I mean, I, I kind of chuckle uh, thinking – Can you imagine them telling Mel Blunt or Lester Hayes or Jack Tatum, hey, you can't touch the wide receiver after five yards until he catches the ball, then you can tackle him. They would have kind of looked at you like, are you nuts or what? (laughs) But, you know, it's mainly, you know, for the safety of the players, and I would say that's probably the biggest change in the game. Okay.
0: Now, so was football always your first love? Because I understand that you played baseball in college. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, baseball was my first love growing up as a kid in Southern California. I started playing at about the age of seven. Uh, and, uh, that was a childhood dream of mine was to be a major league baseball player. Uh, you know, so I played a lot of baseball growing up, played sandlot football, uh, played some flag football as a young kid. Uh, when I got to high school, it was the first time I put the pads on as a freshman, uh, and I was already, uh, you know, by my sophomore year in high school, I was already all-state in baseball, wasn't even on the varsity football team, even though I was one of the bigger kids on campus. And it wasn't until my junior year in high school uh when I started on the varsity football team, and I'd already been a two-year starter, two-time all-state in baseball. So, you know, baseball was probably where my talent uh laid, but uh, you know, when you're six foot six, three hundred pounds by your senior year, uh, you know, being recruited by just about every major mm-hmm. university to go to school and play football, you kind of, you kind of sense that that might be the direction that uh, I needed to go in. <laughs>
0: well, good choice. Have you ever regretted your choice?
1: Not at all. Not at all. The, the fun thing for me, you mentioned playing in college. I'm just thankful that uh, you know they had agreed to let me play baseball at USC, but because of injuries. I only got to play one year, but uh, the one year I played there at USC worked out well. We went to the World Series. We won the national championship. And, but uh, I, I got to experience playing at USC, you know, major college baseball, which was a thrill of mine. And then totally understood, but no, no regrets at all.
0: Now, after your career with the Bengals, you could have moved on. You could have moved anywhere. What is it about this city that made you want to call Cincinnati your home?
1: You know, it's interesting because a lot of people ask me that. Uh, A week after my last game, we played the the Indianapolis Colts at the Old Riverfront Stadium. I got a call from a... Uh, a gentleman who coached me in college at USC, John Robinson, and it was literally not even a week. It was six days after my last game, and he was returning to USC to be the head coach again, and he called me to be the offensive line coach. So, in essence, I had a job offer a week after my last game with the Bengals to go back to L.A. to coach, which I love doing, to go back to my alma mater, which I still love. But uh, Didi and I, our kids were 9-11 at the time. We said, you know what? We want to stay here, and and the main reason people always ask is we say the people. I mean, the people make this place what it is, uh, made it comfortable, and again, uh, the same way of having no regrets about, you know, pursuing football, no regrets not taking that job, no regrets staying here, making Cincinnati home, because we fell in love with Cincinnati quickly, Uh, so that's, uh, you know, I tell people, it's the people here, and The beaches uh, and palm trees are overrated in Southern California.
0: (laughs) All right. There you go. (laughs) And in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. On the phone with me is Anthony Munoz, former Cincinnati Bengals and member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He's here this morning to talk about his foundation, the Anthony Munoz Foundation. So let's talk about that. Tell us about the foundation and what sparked your decision to start the foundation almost two decades ago, I guess.
1: Well, it's interesting because this is that we're celebrating 20 years. Uh, This is our 20th anniversary. I've been retired from the NFL for 28 years. So I didn't start it until eight years after I retired. And the reason why, I totally understand guys having foundations while they're playing a major league sport or why, you know, you're you're leveraged, you're relevant. But I wanted to be totally engaged. I knew when I was playing in the NFL, I was a husband, a father, and then I had a job to do. So uh, if I was going to do something, I want to be totally engaged. So Uh, Eight years after I retired, both our kids were getting close to finishing college, and I knew that, you know, it was time to to do that. So I started putting a team together, putting programs together. uh, And just before they they graduated college, I started the foundation in 2002. Uh, We have seven programs, everything from mentoring to overnight character camps to leadership seminars. Uh, We have two types of uh, scholarships. Uh, so, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, at first you you want to use your platform. I wanted to use the platform I have to, to have a positive impact. Uh, not only, you know, as our mission statement states, we want to impact, we want to engage the tri-state area to impact youth mentally, physically, and spiritually. We really wanted to address the total person, you know, through our educational programs, through our camps, where we can get out and physically work them. And then, of course, the spiritual part of it, you know, at our overnight camps, we have chapel and, and, and things like that. So, uh, you know, it was just something that I always wanted to do, uh, to utilize, to build a team. And the way I look at it for years and years, for over 20 years, I was involved in a much smaller team. Now I'm involved in a real big team. And, uh, you know, I, I use, I hope my staff doesn't get tired of me using sports analogies, but I always talk about the bigger mm-hmm. the team, the bigger the impact. So I know we only have, a limited number of employees. We're just three, and that's it. But if we can collaborate with other people that have the same passion, the same mission, then we can have a bigger impact. So, uh, yeah, that's what we're all about. You know, we give um – several types of scholarships uh you know one of them is our straight a scholarship which we're kind of uh getting to the point where we uh you know pick the, the finalists and the great thing about it is that mike's car wash has come on board for the second year we recognize 18 tri-state area nine male and nine female we call our straight a which includes uh academics athletics attitude achievement overcoming adversity is a big criteria and uh the fun thing for us is there's never a lack of nominations. This year, we received 328 nominations from 133 local high schools. Uh, But uh, Rodney, with that being said, the finalists, and they overcome a lot, uh, and especially with what they've been through this last year with the pandemic and online learning, hybrid learning, uh, the average GPA for these Uh, all these nominations is 3.92 GPA, which is just phenomenal. And and, uh, in this grade A, a big component, a big criteria is overcoming adversity. So these kids, all their focus just isn't in school or some, they're like helping raise siblings. Their mom and dad are, you know, either overcome or involved in drugs. They've lost parents to overdoses. So they're, You know, in the past, we've had a couple kids that have been homeless for a little bit. They've had physical ailments. So they are overcoming a lot of adversity, but they are excelling over the top. And that's just one of our scholarships that, uh, you know, my wife and I, we, we have a committee. Uh, they've picked the, the 18 finalists, and then we have an overall winner for each male and female. Dee, and my wife, and I will go through the 18 finalists, and we'll pick one winner, uh, male and female. And the crazy thing, we usually have a luncheon, but we're going to take, and we're going to honor them at our dinner during the summer. Uh, and that will be at the Manor House on June 13th. And the the fun thing for us, not only giving them money to go to college and and honoring them, but they also, we get to recognize their most influential teacher, Uh, you know, someone that's had an impact. We all have a coach or a teacher. They get to bring them to the dinner, and we recognize them also. So it's a a fun evening when we recognize our straight-A student scholarship uh, recipients.
0: And that dinner is coming up on June 13th, is that right?
1: Yes, in fact, we have our dinner June 13th, uh, and that's usually where we give our, our big scholarships. We also have a scholarship fund, but because we usually have a luncheon in April this month for our straight aid, but because of COVID, this would be the second year that we cannot do that, so we've just kind of rolled it over. So these 18 students will be invited to our dinner, which is June 13th at the Manor House. Uh, people can go to MunozFoundation.org and uh, and check it out uh you know we we sell the tables a table of 10 or 8 or 10 for $1000 and they'll get a chance to not only see these straight A but we also have our our major scholarship fund which is a $20,000 scholarship and a lot of these students will be uh will send their resume in for that also so you know that's uh that'll be fun it's a fun night at the manor house and it looks like we'll be able to have quite a few people this year um, unlike last year, we had to do a lot of it virtually. I think this year we're looking at the, having a pretty good crowd there.
0: And again, in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. More information about the show, more information about our guest, Anthony Munoz, can be found on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now and follow us there and like us there now. Again, we're speaking to former Cincinnati Bengal and member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, Anthony Munoz. Now you've been doing this for over two decades now. What impact have you personally seen your program have on young people? What does an Anthony Munoz Foundation success story look like?
1: Well, you know the fun thing, Rodney, is, is we're starting to get uh, you know the continuity. I'm starting to get a lot of a lot of emails of of, of students that uh, you know will say, Hey, I you know we just had a young lady send us an email and said, you know she kind of noticed that. Um, that uh, we had been you know, kind of advertising our 20th anniversary, and uh, we had a, a young lady who sent uh, uh, a letter, and she was a, one of these scholarship recipients in 2005. So you're talking 16 years ago. And she went on to say that without the scholarship, she would not have been able to go to college and graduate from college and go to law school. She's been practicing law for like eight, nine years now and she said we want to just thank I want to thank the foundation and what you're doing uh, that gives us opportunities. We have another young lady that uh, you know from Hamilton, Ohio that uh, just wanted to go to college and she wanted to be a doctor. You know her goal was to be a doctor and to come back to the community and have an impact. Well, she won the scholarship. She all she's done so far is she graduated from NKU with a 4.0 in pre-med. She got accepted to like Michigan, Cedar Sinai, Harvard. Med, she just graduated from Harvard Med School. And uh, when she told us what eight, nine years ago that she wanted to be a doctor and come back to her community and have an impact, she I think she's well on her way to doing that. So we're getting a lot of these stories at uh, the continent. We have a young man, Victor Ponce, who was at one of our overnight, uh, we call it the Hispanic character camp. It's a 100% Hispanic kids. We have another one that's very diverse. And as an eighth grader, he sat and asked me, he said, Coach, what do I need to do to go to college? He said, none of my family's ever gone to college. I said, Victor, you can play sports, you can be in drama, you can do whatever you want, but be the best, get the best grades you can possibly, and that will take you anywhere you want. Well, five years after that talk as an eighth grader, he received one of our scholarships. He's getting ready to graduate from NKU. He's done an internship with Cincinnati Bill and IT. So, I mean, Rodney, I could go on and on and share those <laughs> stories that – You know, that we're starting to see now of young men and women that uh, started in our mentoring program and our scholar in our um, overnight camp scholarships. And now they're they're doing big things with, uh, you know, they're running multimillion dollar companies. They're involved with companies are going to medical school. They're becoming doctors. And that's what's really energizing and keeps us motivated to do what we're doing.
0: Okay, And so what does that feel like for you, Anthony Munoz, to know that you provided this opportunity for these young people? What does that feel like for you?
1: Well, what it does to me, Rodney, is at first I wanted to just pay it forward, give it back. But then it takes me back to those individuals in my life that gave me confidence. It gave me an opportunity because, you know, being raised by a mom, she raised five kids. We didn't have a whole lot. I mean, we never had a car. You know, we might have one set of clothes for the school year. She worked two and three jobs. Now I get a chance. What I'm doing here, I can. as I get older, I see that I'm honoring those not only paying it forward but honoring those that poured into my life and really gave me the opportunity to be successful to you know to to do well in high school to go to USC and go to school and play sports and then to play 13 years in the NFL and to do well so that, that is what I'm able to do, and that's really the, the, the grateful heart that I have, the appreciation for those that poured into my life. Now I'm able to do what they exhibited and what they showed me, how it should be done with young men and women we're doing through the foundation.
0: All right. Well, we're out of time this morning. I know you have to go. You have a lot of things on your schedule this morning. If our listeners would like to find out more about the Anthony Munoz Foundation, how can they find out more? How can they find out more about the dinner coming up on June 13th?
1: Oh, Definitely, Rodney. They can go to MunozFoundation.org. We have everything from how you can uh, you know, be involved in the dinner, the golf, how you can volunteer, learn more about our programs, and also how you can donate financially. So on our webpage, MunozFoundation.org, you can go there and find out all the details about what we do.
0: All right. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking time to talk to us.
1: Rodney, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Have a great day.
0: You Bye too. Bye-bye. bye-bye. We've been speaking to Pro Football Hall of Famer Anthony Munoz. Remember, for anything that you may have missed this morning, all you have to do is go to our Facebook page, like us, and follow us there at Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. You can also reach out to us on Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air. Well, that's it for this edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. Until next week. Be encouraged. Listen to Sunday Morning Magazine no matter what day it is. Use your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear today. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors.
1: We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season.
0: You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of.